Finance is not my cup of tea, but I've had to learn it, Melinda, over the past several years to build the bigger business. So I'm telling people here, I've had to learn this. So I think a few things. One, definitely maximize your profitability. Stop focusing on that gross only and saying, hey, we're a $3 million company or a $500,000 company and you can't pay yourself. I see your echo of agreement. Right. It ain't about what you make. It's about what you keep. All Go ahead. Day- Hi, this is Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, host of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I want to serve you. This pandemic has been so hard on America's small businesses and on just America in general. If you're ready to start your dream business, boy, do I have a great offer for you. I am giving away 1,000 copies of my best-selling book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. Over 100,000 people have this book. It has been printed in multiple languages around the world, and I wanted to find a way to serve America's small businesses in this pandemic. And so I'm giving away a thousand copies of my book. All you have to do to get your copy is head over to beginmybiz.com slash free offer to, you know, sign up for your copy. All you have to do is pay shipping and we will mail one out to you. I am so excited about this. I want to serve you. Grab your copy today. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, small biz lady, America's number one small business expert. And I'm excited to welcome you to the Small Biz Chat podcast. I'm very excited about today's show. The mission of the Small Biz Chat podcast is to end small business failure. We are a peer-to-peer interview show that gives small business owners a way to get invaluable business advice. So let me introduce my guest. He's a fellow small business influencer and serial entrepreneur. His name is Ramon Ray, and he loves bringing happiness and high energy to the world. He started five companies. He sold two of them, and he's the founder of SmartHustle.com and the author of the new book, Grow Your Solo. He's also a graduate of the FBI Citizens Academy. And fun fact, he was fired from the United Nations. (laughs) All right, Ramon Ray, thank you for joining us tonight on the Small Biz Chat Podcast. You are so welcome, Melinda. It's so good to be here talking to you, my friend of many years, someone who I've learned from so much. So thanks for having me. And it's great to be here and share with the Melinda Emerson Small Biz Chat audience. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. You know, This has been an amazing year for small business, right? We've had all these record numbers of people leaving corporate America, what they call it, the Great Recession. And then on top of that, prior to the pandemic, the the gig economy was was roaring. I mean, 43% of the U.S. economy was doing some kind of gig job as a side hustle, you know, that kind of thing. So what do you think is driving so many people to bail, you know, and come to the dark side of those of us who are entrepreneurs. Melinda Ramona, like, come on, come on, join us. (laughs) Come on in. Indeed, I do think it's amazing to Belinda. I think it was Wall Street Journal and New York Times. I'm sure you've seen the article where the, to, to give a nod to the big platforms, Upwork and Etsy and even Uber to a degree for good or for bad, just so, so many people are either being fired, laid off, 
Or I think they're discovering, they're like, wait a minute, I've been working from home, whether getting good, paid good money or not. And they're like, I have a skill with a laptop computer or a tablet and a, and a, and a lens I can make some money, but Melinda, probably more than making the money, I can chart my own path and have the freedom I want. And I think that in the aggregate is probably the bigger reason what's driving many people to at least step on to, to get books like Melinda's and say, let me see if I can be my own boss or not. That's what I think is happening. Well, you know, I'm all about people starting businesses, but I do not advise people quit jobs to start businesses just for the record. Um, but Let's talk about, you know, the vast majority of small businesses out here, probably 90% are solopreneurs working out of the back bedroom of their house. So why do you think being a solopreneur is so popular versus getting out here, getting office space, getting you some employees and payroll? Like, like, why do you think people sort of like take this nascent step of like, sort of like being a solopreneur? Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine a few days ago, Melinda, and he was saying that the headlines cover the billion dollar brand, the billion dollar valuations. We sold our business for only three trillion or whatever it may be. But Melinda, as you know so well, there's this huge market of smaller businesses like myself that are solo business owners, either literally solo or we have small teams. I have five people on my team, all 1099, for those who don't know, meaning contractors on my team. That's a solo business. Melinda, less overhead sometimes less headache. As my friend Seth Godin says, I can do what I want with who would I want, with who I want, and serve who I want. So I think those are some reasons why the aspect of small is important, because yeah, some people do want to you know, serve a billion people like McDonald's, what is it, a billion, whatever. But some of us, we're like, I want to provide for my family, support my local community or church. And Melinda, with no shame, I must say, as you know, you've seen my journey, that's my world. I can't help you build a billion dollar company. I can help you build it to a million or two, but not some Tesla sized company. That's not me. Right, right. And it's good to know what your skill set is for sure. So let's talk about this. So your book, Grow Your Solo, why did you write that book? Yeah, I think I realized, Melinda, that there's so many people indeed, all they want to do is have a solo business, but they're missing a few key things. They're missing, how can you scale small? They're missing things like, oh, I can have a team, but I don't have to have a team of 50 people in some big gleaming office tower. They can have a solo business and maximize profitability. They can have a solo business and still be happy and not like hang their head, yeah, it's a stamp collection company. No, raise your head. It's a real business. It just happens to be a solo business. So I wanted to give inspiration that you can indeed grow your solo business indeed. And that's what it's all about. All right. So let's jump into it. What are your top tips to do that? What do I need to do to grow my solo? Indeed. Thanks for asking. Top tips are, I think, one, maximize it productivity. I think that's one thing that's very important, Melinda. I'm sure you have friends. I know I have friends. You look in their inbox and it says like 45 million e emails unread. You, you just can't do that. So you have to be able to maximize your productivity. Two, I think being able to say no. If you're going to grow your solo business, you can't say yes to everything. Three, one of the first hires many people, especially those listening, Melinda, and just starting out as they're on that journey of growing their solo business, hiring an executive assistant, online business manager, whatever you wish to call them, but at least that one extra person that can give you the edge, that can kind of 10X yourself. Those are a few things I would say as you're looking to grow your solo business, you definitely can do it. You can scale it and you can live the life you want. 
because let's face it, Melinda, our businesses should serve us. I am tired of us serving or being slaves to our business. Amen, brother. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like saying, amen, amen, amen. So, um, but let's talk about that though, because it's interesting that you talk about they need some kind of executive assistant or, you know, online manager. I believe when you're ready to scale, you got to hire a salesperson. Like you've got to get someone else in your business thinking about how your business makes money other than you. That's the only way you're ever going to really get free from it. You know, I mean, you've got to build a business that can run without you ultimately, or that you can build systems so that other people can fill in the things that you're just not good at, you know, and sales may be one of those things. So when you're thinking about scaling a solo business, how important is branding when it, when, when it comes to sort of like building a, a solo business? Yeah, brandings, I would, you know, everything. I want to say everything, but then there'll be 10 things that are everything. But here's what I mean by everything. I think, and one more thing I want to add, Melinda, going back, I think sales is important and also the systems and procedures. There's so many top 10 things I could give, but I think building some sort of scalable systems, as I know you believe in as well. But I think, yes, I think the aspect of branding, because let's face it, here's the principle that I try to convey in this aspect of growing your solo business. Have a team. You are still going to be fully involved as the face of your brand, as the face of your company. The team supports all of that. So yes, you as the brand, whether it's literally your face, your imagery, as you do so well, Melinda, whether it's how you speak, what you do, maximizing and leverage the aspect of social media, the brand you're using is so very important. Your personal brand, and I would dare say, Melinda, this could be a political statement, your personal brand may be a bit more important than a corporate brand. That's not, I'm not gonna put a, a, a rule on it because it depends on what you're doing, but my point is it's equally up there because you are solo. So you're not, you're past the point trying to front and say, big company X. No, you're a solo business and that's all about you. <laughs> Sure, sure. I mean, and especially my business, right? You know, so I'm the small biz lady and that's almost like my superhero moniker, right? So how do I separate myself from my business? I kind of can't. I am the businessman, you know. So let's talk about when you're bringing on your team, can you build a million dollar brand solo business? Like, like how do you, how do you get intentional about building a million dollar solo business. Sure. And I want to give props to our mutual friend. I'm going to look at my shelf here. Elaine Fodelt, I believe, as you know, her book, Million Dollar One Person Business kind of echoes this as well. So I think how to do that, Melinda, the million dollar business, I think it comes with two things. One, it is that aspect of what I'll call gentle or small giant, hearkening from Bo Burlingham's book, small giant scale. That's one where the systems come in because you cannot build a million dollar business, million dollar brand, if there's not some component of scaling that somebody else can do something, that's one. And then I think point number two, what I've learned in the past year or two, you and I were talking offline, Melinda from Clubhouse, is about what are the seven or eight multiple revenue streams? And I don't mean some back of the woods MLM, you need to have multiple revenue streams, but genuine revenue streams, maybe it's consulting, maybe it's products, maybe it's uh, uh, clothing you know, for your brand, maybe it's high-end mastermind coaching. Maybe it's a course you have. Once you can dial in those type of things, Melinda, you're then on your way to a million, literally million-dollar business because yep. there's things that Ramon or Melinda, others are doing themselves. And then other things is your intellectual property or the assets or the things you have that you can scale and sell in some other way. And that's how you build a scalable business that serves you and not you serving the business. Sure, sure. And it's like, it's what we call recurring revenue, right? Critically important. So now 
let's talk about what kind of financing do you need in place to scale a business? I mean, is it just a hand to mouth thing or are you just going to use the money coming in from your customers or do you have to be strategic about lines of credit, you know, like the kinds of things that you need to have in place to, to scale your business? I think yes to all of those things you just asked, but to pinpoint tactically. And let me say this, Melinda, vulnerability, as you may know, because you and I have talked, marketing and branding is one core strength that I do well. Finance is not my cup of tea, but I've had to learn it, Melinda, over the past several years to build the bigger business. So I'm telling people here, I've had to learn this. So I think a few things. One, definitely maximize your profitability. Stop focusing on that gross only and saying, hey, we're a $3 million company or a $500,000 company and you can't pay yourself. I see your echo of agreement. It ain't about what you make. It's about what you keep. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, people kill me with that. Oh, our gross revenue was 1.2. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. Right. You know how it is. I always say, well, how often did you have to skip paychecks this past year? Go and ahead. Then, and then their face gets like, well, did she really go there? Yes, I did. Because I know better. <laughs> I was like, don't, don't, you know, people kill me with that. And, and the other thing too is people focus on those big numbers. People focus on, oh, we're going to make 1.2 million this year. I don't care about that. I want to know how much money did you make this week? How much money do you have to make this month? Because I think people can hide behind these big numbers and they can pretend. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, no, no, no. I want to know how much money did you have to make this week? That's how you know whether or not somebody really knows their numbers and is really on top of what's going on um, in their business. All right, so how can a solopreneur build a business that they can sell someday? Yeah, and that's a great question. It it is tough to do if your face, as mine is for some of my brands attached to it, but here's how you can do it. And because I've done it twice. A, build relationships with the person you want to sell to now. So that's one, having tea, having coffee, LinkedIn. So you're not a stranger. So in two years, five years, 10 years, they're like, yeah, that's my boy, Ramon. That's my girl, Melinda. I trust you. So that part's out of the way. That's one. I think point two, not only that precise person who you want to sell to, but now start to model them. Let's play me and you, Melinda. I want to sell a business to Melinda. So it's Melinda. I covered that. Part number two is who's like Melinda. Okay. People like this, people who are doing this, that's point two. Then three, you have to build on the things to your business that can last. Doesn't have to be day one, but when they buy it, how does it flow as you quickly or slowly golden handcuffs exit it after the first year when they acquire it. If you do those three things, I think you're well on your way to selling something that's an asset. Oh, and I must say, Melinda, know what you want. Are you retiring? You just want a pile of money? Or are you middle-aged and you're like, you know what? I have some time to get my money gradually. Those things will affect the cost because we all have reasons for why we do what we do. Sure, sure. I love it. I love it. This is such a great conversation. Is now the right time to start a business? This is the second most frequently asked question people always ask me, along with how can I become my own boss? And they aren't wrong for asking because right now, these are the two most important questions anyone whose job security has been recently impacted is wondering. Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, better known as Small Biz Lady. And when it comes to small business success, I've been featured multiple times on MSNBC and CNBC and ABC News as America's number one small business expert. Since the last recession in 2008, I have helped many small business owners plan for success, and I'm still here reaching 3 million entrepreneurs each week online. 
I've created a system that will teach you exactly how to become your own boss. I broke it all down into a six step system in my best selling book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. It's the exact roadmap to help you successfully transition from having a job to being your own boss. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, many folks are suffering and I wanna do my part to help. I'm giving away 1,000 copies of my book for free. All you need to do is cover the shipping. If you have always wanted to start your dream business, let me give you a roadmap to success. Take advantage of my free offer while supplies last. Click the button below to grab yours before they're all gone. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm talking with my guest, Ramon Ray, about his new book called Grow Your Solo. All right, Ramon, let's jump back into it. What are the top mistakes people make when trying to scale a solo business? Yeah, I think top mistakes people make, Melinda, and again, people can look at that at growyoursolo.com. I think one is trying to scale too fast. Two, trying to say yes to everything. I think three, not explaining to their family what they're doing and losing the family dynamics. Those are three things I think that people do and they're trying to scale too fast that they do wrong. What about time management? Isn't time management critical for a solo business because you're like doing 10 to 12 jobs at one time, right? So how can you do a better job of really kind of, you know, getting your email to zero every day? Sure. I think a few things. One, schedule your meetings shorter prioritize your meetings. Everybody is not equal. Sorry, this is America. Everybody ain't equal regarding business and relationships. And I think point three, you have to be able to delegate, filter, forward, delete, read later, all those things you have to do because not, as you know, Melinda, that email monster is going to swoop in and choke your neck. So you have to deal with it as it comes in on a regular basis. I love it. I love it. All right. What's the best business advice you ever got, Ramon? Well, best business advice I got was from Mr. Chidam Badanathan at the United Nations before I got fired. And I honor him in his accent. I'm honoring him now. Ramon, don't write the email now that you're angry. Write it tomorrow when you're not so angry. And I see that in love. I honor him, Mr. <laughs> Chidam Badanathan. He said, slow down. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. You are too much. Okay, Ramon, what is your favorite podcast? Entree Leadership with Dave Ramsey. What is your favorite business app? Our favorite business app is Agora Pulse, where I do social media posts. Agora Post. Okay. All right. Favorite old school marketing tip? In lieu of COVID and social distancing, my favorite, so, my favorite old school marketing tip is as follows. Hey, look him in the eye and give him a firm handshake. <laughs> give him a firm handshake and look him in the eye. That's my favorite old school marketing tip. Favorite, it is, that's very old school, by the way. But anyway, all right. <laughs> favorite business book. Yeah, I got to give props to Mike McCallowitz, Profit First. Everybody, most people have read it, but I got to give props because it's kind of changed my business life, Melinda. You know, mm -hmm. I, as I said, our earlier segments and things that uh, money and et cetera was a little tough for me, but rereading it, rereading it, I'm like, you know what? I got to focus on profit. And so I have, and it's changed my, my whole trajectory, my family, my business. I love, I love Mike McCallich. You know, that's my hokey brother. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. The mission of the Small Biz Chat podcast is to end small business failure. And I want to leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat podcast with Belinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, Visit succeedasyourownboss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.